Hello, I am a mama now. So much has changed um, in the past year. It is a new, new chapter in my life. And of course, as our life goes on every single day, it actually evolves into new chapters. So the reason, the thing that inspired me to begin this podcast, uh, this new series, is because since I am a mom now uh, to a beautiful baby boy, his name is Raymond Damien Arredondo, and he's the third Raymond. So my husband's name is Raymond, and he's a junior. So, of course, we had to keep that going. Um, and Damien is the middle name of my brother, who just recently passed uh, this April 2021. So we wanted to keep, you know, his name going as well. So this brings me to my mama series and I'm so excited to just talk about being a mom and connect with anyone who listens that is also a mom and just kind of, you know, give my perspective on things. So today's segment is um, my first episode in my mama series like i said and we're going to talk about breastfeeding because this is something that i've been wanting to talk about and i'm actually breastfeeding my son right now (laughs) and i thought this would be a perfect time to do podcasts since you know all the mamas out there who breastfeed it takes a lot of time you're kind of just sitting here and in the beginning when they're still so fresh i mean he's only seven weeks so he's still very fresh but i mean in those very very beginning days and the first few weeks i would say week one through three four that they are just so floppy still and you need to support them so much and it's like not even that just finding the position that works and it's just a lot so obviously i couldn't do anything when i'm feeding him because i'm first of all the first few days when i am feeding him i didn't know what to do i was obviously i'm new at this this is my first baby baby boy and i had no idea i mean in the hospital they try to prepare you and help you but no you have to just learn on your own really what works for you and of course I asked people who I trust close people to me but anyway I sidetracked a little bit from what I was trying to say is that this is the perfect time to do podcast whether it's about mom stuff art stuff music dogs whatever whatever I want to talk about because I'm just sitting here And now that I can do more with my hands, now that I'm getting the hang of it, I still have to sit here. It's not like I can just strap him into a little thing and walk around and cook and all that. Although I do try to cook while I'm feeding him and it just doesn't work. I mean, I can do a few things while I'm feeding him, but it's just too hard to hold him. If only their mouths were actual little magnets like they feel and they could just hold on to themselves on there but anyway so breastfeeding it is hard i know if you're listening and you breastfeed you're 
probably saying, mm-hmm. I know when I listen to anything, anyone talking about breastfeeding, or I just see, like, little quotes or stories of other moms who are breastfeeding, I'm always like, yep, you know, to myself, because it's just, it's crazy. It's ridiculous how in the beginning no one tells you, oh, by the way, once you give birth and once the baby's out, that they're going to want to eat right away. I mean, that to me just still, like, blows my mind that no one tells you that. So, you know, baby's out and... 10 minutes after they're like putting him on me and teaching me to breastfeed and I'm like whoa 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 why during my whole pregnancy was I so focused on the labor part and I didn't even think about breastfeeding like I guess you think about breastfeeding but you're not really like thinking about breastfeeding because you know when you're a first time mom you don't really know how it feels or anything so you just kind of think well at least I thought breastfeeding you know it's natural it's just you know I didn't think about if it's gonna hurt or anything about it it's just crazy how I was so fixed on the labor part of it and so scared and all this and actually I would say that breastfeeding is equal to the labor meaning like if I someone asked me Oh, what's harder, like giving birth or breastfeeding? I'll be like, they're pretty much up there, the same level. Um, depending on your labor experience, of course. Maybe some people have it really easy, like, oh, I pushed for like five minutes. That's awesome. That's not the case for a lot of people. But I have met a few people that are like, oh, labor was so great and magical. And then I've met people who say, oh, breastfeeding so magical. And at first, when people would tell me like positive things about breastfeeding, like when I was first starting out the first week or two, I was like, F you, because this is not magical. My nipples hurt. I cannot wear anything without them hurting, like even air touching them hurt. Like, I'm not even being dramatic right now. Air. I could not wear a shirt. I could not wear anything like I literally just wanted to be home walking around shirtless just I could not take it the pain was undescribable and then it wasn't until father's day so this past father's day June 20th it was a Sunday I remember so clearly because I say this is the day my life changed for breastfeeding so up until June 20th and keep in mind he was born June 1st so what a few weeks and at this point i'm like hating breastfeeding i'm hating 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 it i feel so guilty for hating it like in that moment when i was i felt so guilty for hating it because like this is how my child is surviving like i am providing his food and if i don't feed him he doesn't eat and i think the hardest thing is like when you're struggling with breastfeeding is him crying or her crying the baby crying because you know they're hungry and you're just like I can't do this and so we go over to a friend's family friend it's me 
my husband, my son, of course, my mom, my niece, Aubrey, which is my brother's daughter, my brother's girlfriend, and her sisters. And we all go over for, like, Father's Day barbecue, pool party, whatever. And at times, and I'm just, like, so anxious about feeding time. So, like, I feed him, and then I'm, like, I have a moment of peace. And then I get all anxious again, or I would get anxious again, because I knew that feeding was coming. And at this point, he's, like, literally eating, like, every hour or two. And time to feed him. And I get all worked up. I remember just, like, sitting outside, getting, you know, all situated, and just started crying. I just started crying. And my mom's friend, well, our friend too, but my mom's friend first at the same age. And she has six kids, so she's older than me. And, of course, she's my mom's age. And she has six kids, so she's like, are you okay? You know, like, I see me, like, just kind of trying to see, like, what's wrong. And then my brother's girlfriend was also, like, sitting right there. And they're both trying to help me latch him on. And I just, like, literally had a meltdown. And they helped me. They were, but first, my brother's girlfriend, her name is Geraldine, that she was like, why are you doing that? Like, why are you doing this? Like, questioning all the, th- the little things I was doing. And I was like, this is how I was taught, like, in the hospital. And she's like, no, do this. And then um, our friend was Janelle, here's her name, was like, do this. So Janelle and Geraldine are, like, helping me and showing me all these different things. And it was interesting because when you're in the hospital, there's, like, lactation nurses who come in. And I probably saw... hmm, I don't know how many lactation nurses, honestly. I saw a good amount of lactation nurses, probably five, maybe even six. And they all were showing me, like, the same thing. Like, how to do, how to breastfeed. But they were showing me, like, the same quote-unquote tricks. And they actually offered me, I always say recommended, but then my husband corrected me and said no. They offered me a nipple shield it's called because like at first i was like my nipples are not uh cooperating i don't know what's going on so they recommended a nipple shield and so i was i've been not been i was using a nipple shield from the day he was born basically to father's day june 20th and jardine was like try it without the nipple shield and I was like no no like it's gonna hurt more she's like well maybe it's pinching you like these things are not that great and I'm in my head like oh my gosh like whatever like what's I'm just gonna try it then like I'm just gonna listen to what she tells me and just see and then they showed me like these tricks and blah 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 and I have been doing my feedings without my nipple shield since father's day and it is now July 23rd so it's been well over a month and i just i honestly never imagined i would be in this position where i like love breastfeeding now um because it was just so hard and if you don't have someone who you feel comfortable with asking 
about this um, topic, it's really hard because I guess, you know, my husband would be like, do you want to go see a lactation nurse? And I was just like, no, like, I don't, I said I don't want help, but not in like an arrogant way. It was more like, maybe I should have been like, I don't feel comfortable asking or I don't have anyone that I feel comfortable asking um but then when we were at that barbecue I'm like just realized like oh my gosh like these are two people who I really really trust like why did I never think about asking them and I'm like thinking I have no one to ask when I had the two best resources right here so especially Janelle since she has six kids she I believe breastfed all her kids for a little bit and I asked her like why didn't you stick with it and she said that she didn't like it because it was a lot of sitting for her so I get that it is a lot of sitting and it is a lot of kind of I guess you could say doing nothing like that you probably want to get done but I personally really am enjoying it now and I give all credit to Geraldine and Janelle because the lactation nurses were setting me up for failure. I really feel like that. Um, because it's like, how did I talk to like five or six different people and all of them, and I still was suffering. It hurt so bad when he was latching. And, you know, they don't really tell you, like, if you. Like, they give you papers that tell you, like, if you get engorged or whatever. But it's, like, really a paper. Like, I just feel like they didn't really tell me when your nipples get super sore or even cracked. I don't even think they told me, like, that would happen. So, I was, like, you're wondering, like, is this normal and all this stuff. And then I reached out to... This girl who I buy products from, she makes some body products her name is ocean and i reached out to her because she's very like natural and i would say holistic and that's what i try to be is do everything like more naturally so i reached out to her and i was like my nipples are so sore like they feel sunburned you know like when you're sunburned and you touch it a really bad sunburn it just hurts that's how it felt and every time i would feed him it was just, it would just hurt more and more. So she told me to start using nipple butter. And I mean, before I had him, I put on my baby registry, uh, Mama, Earth Mama, Earth Mama nipple butter. And I didn't really know like what it was for. And I just kind of put it on there because I saw it recommended that item for me. But I didn't really think much about it. So, obviously, I didn't I didn't look into nipple butter or, like, what the benefits were, anything like that. So, when she told me that, I was like, it kind of snapped in my head, like, oh, yeah, nipple butter. So, I went and we got um, some nipple butter, but I couldn't find the Earth Mama brand. They were out in Target for, like, ever. So... I got a different brand. It's like the more generic one. I forget the name, but I don't recommend it. So I don't really care to even say the name because I looked up what it's even made out of because it's super like, 
the consistency is just weird honestly it worked but it's weird and it also says on the the container like oh you don't need to wipe off it's safe for the baby like if you don't wipe it off they can basically eat it or whatever when you're feeding and then i was like that's kind of weird because what's in it and i'm all about looking at what's you know in my stuff whether it's food or body stuff so i looked up the ingredients or what it's made out of and it's literally like wool i mean it's sheep their oil and dirt so it's like their grease basically and i was like that is disgusting so i have not used that and even when i was using it i would wipe it off if there was still any before i fed him because that's just gross i don't if you don't know like what is in your product why would i let my baby eat it and yeah so then i got the earth mama brand and it has really natural ingredients like cocoa and things like that i'd have to read the ingredients exactly i don't have the bottle right here on hand so i'll do another episode of the nipple butters and just like comparing them and whatnot but yeah so i was started using that and nipple butters really really help now the thing is with that i thought this was going to be something that lasts forever well as long as i'm breastfeeding that i would always have sore nipples and i was always gonna have to use nipple butter but you for me i found if you hear any grumbling noises in the background that would be my dogs my psycho dogs <laughs> Um, so, no one told me, you know, that it would get better. I just thought, I guess, in my head, this was going to be like that. Maybe for some people, they have to deal with this situation longer of sore nipples or using uh, nipple butters and whatnot. But I found, from my experience, it's July 23rd. I haven't used the nipple butter as often as I was, so I used it a couple days ago, but now I'm using it maybe like once or twice every couple weeks, I guess, if I think about it, I'm not really using it, and I think that's because over time, like if you feed on demand, which is what I was told to do, um, I think your nipples just develop some sort of soldier shield <laughs> i mean it's crazy how it, they felt in the beginning you hear my baby <laughs> versus now because now i can just he can just go on and it's not always like ow you know it was really painful so definitely your nipples develop and <laughs> And get used to that tugging and sucking and all that. So, if you're in a situation where you need some relief, I would recommend Nipple Butter as well. And the Earth Mama. It's a really great brand if you're looking for something safe for your baby. Now, this one, if there is a little bit left on my nipple... I, I don't care if he, you know, gets that because it's all natural ingredients versus the other one, which, like I said, I'll make another episode about the nipple butters. But the other one, I did not feel comfortable with his, him even getting a little tiny, 
taste. Like, that's gross to me. Um, so, that's that about the nipple butters. And whoever invented them, genius. Genius. I never dabbed into, like, ice packs or any, like, ice therapy. I personally don't want cold things on my breast. So that's just me. I'm more of like a water therapy person, so there was a time where I did get engorged, and so in the seven weeks of him being alive out out of the womb, I've only been, I would say, engorged once, and that was when I was trying to pump, so again, lactation nurse recommended on his uh, one-week checkup because he lost a little bit of weight, which is normal for babies to lose weight after they're born. He was born almost eight ounces, so he was seven pounds, 15 ounces. And he just lost a few pounds, obviously. He wasn't at his birth weight after a week. And it's when you're breastfeeding, I feel like they like try to make you more concerned. And I have Kaiser Healthcare, so and any of you have Kaiser, like, just be careful. They try to make you feel bad. I feel like all the people, like the lactation nurses, I don't know. I just didn't care for them. And at the checkup, she was like, oh, we want to see you again tomorrow. So I had an appointment and then they want to see me the next day. Less than 24 hours. Wanted to make sure he's gaining weight. And that really frustrated me. I was like, I'm new to this. Like, excuse me for not being a professional, getting him milk drunk already and making him gain like five ounces in one day. I was really frustrated, but I, so what I did was she recommended every other feeding to pump. So I'm like over here pumping, pumping, trying to like make him gain weight for the next appointment. Not just for the appointment, but just in general, I wanted him to gain weight, obviously. But I don't want to keep going back to the doctors is what I'm thinking. So I'm like, all right, just like get them to be quiet. Let's get you some, let's go over their expectations. And we did. Um, We got him up like a ridiculous amount. They were really surprised. Not ridiculous amount, but more than they expected for sure. They probably were like thinking like, oh, one ounce. But we got him up like four or five ounces. And that's because I was pumping, like doing what she said. But I got engorged because I was pumping. And when you pump, you are... You're going to hear my psycho dogs again. When you're pumping, you are basically telling your body, like, I need you to produce more milk. But if you're producing more milk than he's taking or your baby is, you know, able to eat, then you're just, like, storing milk. And I didn't want to start pumping, to be honest with you, because it's, A, time-consuming. B, it's just not something I want to do. I don't really want to deal with having to pump every day. A lot of times a day because if you're pumping a lot obviously you have to keep pumping to keep that flow i don't know how to explain it i don't even want to get into the pumping because i don't personally pump so there won't be any episodes on pumping but we did get some nice pumps i mean i do have a nice pump for my insurance and that my cousin got me one too so i have two pumps but i don't use them and i don't plan to anytime soon Maybe I will. I don't know. In this moment, I'm happy with just breastfeeding. Um, and I have the time 
I'm thankful that I have the time to breastfeed. So there's no need for me to pump. Like if you have to go back to work full time, then of course I understand you have to pump if you want to give him or her breast milk. But if you have the time to breastfeed, just breastfeed. It's so much better than having to pump if you don't have to. Like I'm not hating on pumping at all. I think pumping is awesome and I give props to people who pump because it's hard too. It's literally just equally as hard as breastfeeding. It hurts still. I don't know if some people who have not tried pumping maybe think like, oh, pumping's probably so easy. You just put things on your boobs and whatever. No, it's really hard and painful too. It's time consuming too, just like breastfeeding. It's the only difference is you're not like having your baby physically on you. So I'm not, you know, putting down breastfeeding i mean (laughs) pumping but i'm just saying that for me breastfeeding has just been working and i am happy with that i think that i think that you know the lactation nurses just put a lot of pressure on me so that's why i started to think i wanted to pump and i was like oh i'm gonna pump like x amount of times a day and da, 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 da. and then i um talked to somebody about the um being engorged and whatnot and they just were like i would not pump you know if you were able to just breastfeed i would not pump and your supply will come in it's just gonna take some time like he's only a few weeks old and then i had to like reflect and be like yes He's only a few weeks old. Like, this is crazy that I'm stressing myself so much about this. He's only a few weeks old. I'm just learning. Like, we're both learning together. My husband, my poor husband. He had to watch my meltdowns, like, every... Literally every single day, I would cry. Almost every feeding. So, do you know how many times a day he has to eat? That's a lot of crying. And my poor husband was patient and helped me through every feeding. Like, the first week... He was like my right hand the second week. He was still my right hand. And seven weeks later, he's still my right hand. But I don't need to lean on him like that. as Like I used to in the beginning for breastfeeding. Because I got the hang of it now. But it didn't come easy. And there were nights um, and early mornings where I'm feeding him and I'm crying. And I was crying and just thinking like I can't do this and my husband would be like you can do this you can do this and he tells me all the time not to say can't but I really felt like I could not do it and if I didn't have those people who helped me help me I probably I don't know if I would still be breastfeeding because it's really hard and I'm just thankful that I you know God gave me the patience to continue because it takes a lot of patience and it takes a lot of just motive like determination and motivation and my motivation was it's not even about like I don't want to buy formula because it's pricey because it is pricey and yeah it's a money saver for sure to breastfeed but it's not even about money it's about I personally don't want my baby drinking formula and there's nothing wrong with people who feed their baby formula but i don't personally want to give my baby formula when i have all that he needs right here in my body like your body um produces everything your baby needs and as i follow more pages about 
breastfeeding and just mamas and stuff, I find that your body really kind of forms with the baby's chemistry and makes exactly what it, what your baby needs. So I find it really magical now. <laughs> now I'm one of those people that are like, it's so magical. And I'll be telling that to someone who's starting out. Like my sister-in-law is having a baby and soon in December. Her and her wife will be due. And I know that she wants to breastfeed. And I will be there if she, you know, has any questions. It's not going to be easy. It's not easy for anyone starting out. And maybe some people just don't like it and they don't want to do it. Some people just, it's too hard. It hurts too much. Whatever the case is, I'm happy that I didn't give up. And I want to motivate anyone in my life to keep going because it's so rewarding. And I never understood when people told me that. It's so rewarding. It's so magical. It's special. All these positive words. I was just you know associating breastfeeding with all these negative words because i wasn't i wasn't guided correctly i think that was the problem is if i was guided correctly from the start i would have been probably better off in the beginning but oh well it's over with and i am here in this point in my life where i'm able to podcast while i breastfeed like i never thought i never thought i would be in this position And recently, this past week, I've been trying new feeding positions. So my latest one that we're enjoying, I know he's enjoying because the flow seems to be better and I just am more comfortable, is the side side laying position. So I can have him in bed with me and just feed him while I'm laying. It's really nice. So that's my little rant about breastfeeding. (laughs) And... Um, one more thing is that the key to my successful feeding session is to, I mostly try to do skin to skin with my baby, especially the first weeks. It's really important. It helps your milk flow and just bonding in general. You'll read a lot about skin to skin, but Probably just recently in his week seven week, I started feeding him with clothes. And I think I like skin to skin better, but sometimes I like him in little cute outfits, you know? And sometimes, like, at nighttime, I'll have him in a um, a little pajama outfit so that when he's done feeding, I could just put him to sleep in the bassinet or wherever, you know? Sometimes he sleeps in this other little rocking Uh, thing that he likes I don't really know the exact name for it but I put him in pajamas so that I don't have to cover him all the time with the warm blanket because he gets really hot he's like his dad he sweats a lot when he sleeps if I have blankets on him and pajamas and I don't like to have him with no pajamas and a blanket because he moves his hands a lot so sometimes he will put the blanket over his face and I don't want to worry about that while I'm sleeping so Every night's kind of different. Uh, every day is different. They say to form a routine with your baby, not this early, but soon. We'll probably need to get a little routine down. But so far, I feel like we have a good routine. I mean, after he eats, he pretty much goes to sleep. <laughs> like right now, sometimes he feeds himself to sleep. And like, that's okay. I feel like 
some people and doctors might thumbs down to that but whatever works for you i mean i don't see anything wrong like if you're giving your baby a pacifier why can't he just feed until he's he's not really sucking while he's sleeping he just kind of falls asleep on me after feeding i don't think that's bad um but my essentials for successful feeding are basically just to have a burp rag near or anything to wipe in case a little spit up happens he does not spit up a lot which is i guess a good thing because he's keeping down his milk and he's eating what he needs and what he wants he's not overeating and he's not under eating because he's not fussy um and it's not bad if your baby does spit up every time maybe they're getting a little too much milk i don't know but my baby doesn't spit up too much like he doesn't spit up after every single feeding he spits up maybe once every day i don't know not a lot at all (laughs) and um you know just burp him after every feeding that's what we do um but also having my haka nearby because i find that my right breast always drips when he's feeding on my left so the haka if you have not heard about a haka i highly recommend to do some research and you can buy a haka at target i mean that's where i got one of my hakas actually my um, husband's uncle bought me one from target and then you can order one off amazon the one we got off amazon was the first one i got making all these noises and it was like 13 or 14 dollars and it's so good i personally love the one we got from amazon because it's like lighter weight and the one from target is really good too but if i had to choose between the two i would pick the amazon one a hundred times i would buy that over and over and over which i'll probably want to buy a new one and i'll probably like that's my go-to baby shower gift for all moms who plan on breastfeeding um because it's just so great to have like right there especially if you you leak a lot or you need a letdown or anything like that it's your go-to and well from target just kind of has a more it has a more like harder suction so it kind of hurt me a little bit more and the one that we ordered from amazon didn't hurt at all when it goes on so that's just something to consider um but yeah haka you have to get one if you don't have one if you don't have one ask for one on your registry because it has saved my life you know how many bottles in the beginning of his first few weeks i've made with just my leakage that some people who don't know about the haka it just wastes on a pad like that's a waste of milk and you know that saying don't cry over spilled milk ladies it's okay to cry at this point when you're breastfeeding it's okay to cry you know i've dropped my haka that was full like with at least one or two ounces sometimes and i just cried i would get so mad but now i'm at the point where like if i leak and i have some of my haka and something happens where it just falls or my dog's tail whacks it off my nightstand or i just drop it from just being clumsy i don't cry anymore i get so mad i'm just like oh that sucks i guess i'll just have to wait till the next time i leak 
And so I'll be walking around with my haka on. Sometimes I have to go to bed with my haka. My haka is my right hand. So that's really all I need is my haka, my baby, and a burp rug. And it's just so nice. Like, I can feed him anywhere, anytime. Don't have to mess with bottles. Don't have to clean bottles. <laughs> um, Sometimes I use a bottle when I want to feed him my leakage. But I have not been doing that too much. Um, If I leak and I get a good amount, I will put it in a storage bag, a milk storage bag, and freeze it. I have like three only right now. I haven't really been doing that because I haven't been dripping as much as I was probably the past weeks. <laughs> That's my dog Leo now. <laughs> we'll just listen to him for a second. <laughs> but we did use my um, milk last week because one of my dogs had an ear infection out of nowhere we have no idea how she got an ear infection but it was getting like really goopy and her ear was usually like a really light 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 pastel pink you know like a healthy ear well she's a white dog so i don't know her ear is different looking than my black dog but her ear is like really red like dark red like goopy inside and i was like oh this is bad like we might have to take her to the vet i told my husband if it doesn't get better in a few days and we just kept or i say we i only did it one time so all the credit comes to my husband he cleaned her ear out like two times a day or three times a day with coconut oil on a cotton swab and then we put breast milk in her ear and it cleared up it's all better just from that like it's amazing breast milk is so it's true when they say it's liquid gold and then my cousin um took her dog at the same time had an ear infection took her dog to the vet and they were going to charge like 250 for the ear ointment and then she had to come back in another 70 dollars for the next set and she's like um no she's like i'm gonna need some of your breast milk <laughs> so breast milk you can use it on a lot of things like i've personally used it on my skin, I've tried that. Uh, here, it's good for acne. I tried that once. It did clear my my pimple that I had up. Um, it just, like, made it... It dried it out. It didn't, like, magically overnight make it go away from me. But it's good for, like, eczema. I uh, had a weird, like, rash thing going on. Um, on the top of my head, on my scalp, kind of. I'm not a rash, but it's just, like, really dry. I don't know. It kind of got bumpy and i put it on in that same day like in that same hour and like went away it was wild so liquid gold ladies um that's pretty much like my rant now i'm done i'm done i'm done i'm done i just wanted to give you my essential which is the haka so thanks for listening um i'm so excited to keep sharing more as my breastfeeding journey just expands is only the beginning week seven if you're in these early weeks with me mama stick to it you are going to survive i know sometimes you probably even if you're getting the hang of it i still am like oh my gosh like i'm tired you know in the middle of the night or morning whatever what is time anymore when you have a baby a newborn so <laughs> i just laugh because it's it's just crazy that our bodies are so amazing you know what we can feed a baby with our breast that is crazy so i'll leave you with that 
And thanks for listening. Um, Please keep tuning in. It means a lot. I will... I won't see you. (laughs) I can't say I'll see you next time. This is... You're not seeing my face. But, alright, I'm just going to go now. (laughs)